I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, yo, we at the weed gate waiting for Jake. We had eight ravioli bags, two thirsty villains yelling belly aches, heavyweight rhyme writers hitting the grass. That's the right bitch. Pull out this kite from this white bitch talking about Diego. She's the only nigga I know. Like when the cops come, you never hide the toast. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Saturday, feedback time. Mm-hmm. Then after that, fantasy football draft time for me. Dun, 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 dun. Yep, it's time for me to Uh-oh. get my fantasy football, football. drafting on because yeah, and, uh, and ESPN boys back yep, there. Yep, um, because it's about that time, you know, for uh, you know, for us all to to jam out, and you know, hopefully y'all guys are making all of your um, you know, making all your selections. You know, got all your stuff up your sleeves. Mine's man. tomorrow. Yeah, yours tomorrow, you know. I got two tomorrow, too. But uh, it's also time for this, Karen. Coming to your city. Now, let go. Then through Georgia. On down to Florida for the game. Down. I like, I like, my favorite part is Notre Dame. Notre Dame. (laughs) Victory for USC. Rocky Talk, Tennessee. Down, set. The safest black man in America, Cowboy Troy. And Lurb Street. College game day. To your city. Little game with your gang gang. If you want a little team with your chain chain. If you want to make a bang in your bang bang. What else are we talking about here? I think that part is racist, by the way. Chingy, okay. Ching Chang. I'm pretty sure that's oh, not cool. Okay. Nobody says Ching Chang in a but, good way. But the music, the, everything's so loud. People go, oh, I don't give no, no, the hell. No, most people go, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about doing this whole song anyway. Yeah. But wait a minute, we ain't get to the black man rap. That was, he did rap. 22, said. Okay. Huh. <laughs> ESPN, and you know what's next? Got <laughs> it locked on ESPN. Tell your family and friends. Um, all right, man, we got to get, get into the show. It's the Blackout Tips. Blackouttips.com. That's where you can go do everything. Feedback, vote in the polls, um, sign up for premium, uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, leave comments. We appreciate everybody that does that. You can also do stuff like leave us five star reviews on iTunes. Uh, you can donate from the black, at the black guy who tips. Uh, we appreciate the people that take the time out to do that. You didn't have to and, uh, but you did anyway. And, uh, that's big. So, um, Thanks to everybody that, that takes time out to do stuff like that. Um, a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, looked out for us and, uh, it keeps us doing the show, man, especially since, you know, this how we make a living at this point. Yep. So, uh, if they didn't do it and, and nobody did, then we wouldn't be here for real. So thank y'all sincerely for everybody that does take time out to donate. It to, means a lot. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, the people that take the time out to join premium and stuff like that. Uh, I love being able to tell people that's what I do for a living, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
even though sometimes it's awkward you know i told this dude that i play basketball with he was like an older white dude and we were talking about um he said what's your chosen profession rod and i said well right now i'm full-time podcaster and he was like i listen to podcasts and i was like cool man what do you listen to and he started naming like you know typical stuff you know uh uh this american life yeah freakonomics your, yeah your mainstream stuff yeah, yeah some of the you know some of the business yeah, stuff some of my npr listener best of youtube and uh i was like cool and and his church he listened to his church podcast yeah they got that too yeah and then he was saying like uh what's your podcast later when he was leaving and i was hoping he would forget so uh if he's listening to this uh uh i guess we'll find out next week when i go play ball again yes, you but will. um <laughs> he said oh you you the black guy the, the tips i think yeah that's what he said. yeah so it's like what's the name of your five guys like black the black guy with tips so we'll find out if he listened i'm um, assuming he probably did because he had his ipod in his hand when he said that yeah um let's talk about the people who did give to the show because they're very important playmaker michael irvin he gave it to the show thank you so much uh big fan of your work uh glad to see the seasons back right around the corner and get some of your analysis oh yes sir jason h he donated to the show greg g thank you so much greg we thank appreciate you. it dog antonio a he hit us with a one-time donation uh roger hit us with a donation and a one he said it's not much but it's the little extra that i found in the sofa kitchens after buying these damn books if the the KC stork was a little has a little extra, that means TBGT TBGWT will have a little extra. Thanks for the laughs and the motivation. Thank you, uh, KC stork. I didn't know his first name was Rod too, man. That's thank what's you, up, sweetie. dog. Uh, thank you for the donation, dog. And it doesn't matter how much it is, honestly. That's why we never shout out the de- denominations of money, and we never try matter. to like make one shout out crazy, like oh this nigga here because. I don't want to discourage anybody from giving it and you know it's like give whatever you can if you want to yep and uh that's cool with it us, all man. counts to us two fish she hit us with that one with that recurring donation uh mr span hit us with the recurring donation um mr span got a new episode of his podcast out i know i think mm-hmm. that, you know, he actually got two the first one was named detox because he you know yeah it's been so long yeah and i couldn't believe it and then i was like well i guess i want to see another one for six months and he put another one i was like shit we got two in a row you know what and i was gonna get feedback mr span but i'm not gonna lie you got to give me too much straight for i need some feedback because you <laughs> might disappear again i'm sorry sir <laughs> yeah i like that uh mrs fan uh comes around like uh black fathers you know just <laughs> christmases birthdays uh yeah i gotta know you're gonna be there yeah uh jessica king of the librarians and the vegetarians she donated marcus darling uh marcus c he donated we appreciate that yes marvin b recurring donation thank you so much yes maurice november uh james bond building um in uh, (laughs) golden finger um he, he donated uh and that was everybody this week thank you so much everybody that donated man uh like i said couldn't do it without you guys um we got a lot of stuff to talk about Ken, what do you want to do first we got itunes reviews we got the site we got uh voicemails and and all that stuff let's do itunes all right let's check out itunes tell them how to leave a five star well a review that will get read on the show yeah, we only read five stars reviews. If you leave anything than five stars, we will not read it. 
if you have any Apple device, go to iTunes.com up in the top hand corner, type in the black guy who tips and on the side, it will say write a review, click on it, give us five stars and write a review. If you do not have an Apple device, go to iTunes.com and follow the directions as above. And as I repeated before, we will read anything as long as it's five stars. If it's less than five stars, we will not read that shit. Yep. Um, I think we start these with the 25th of August is when people, uh, the last show we did was the 24th. And I think the last one we read was from, uh, Lady Roe, who goes by Roe Roe D. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that's the last one we read. I think so. Um, and if not, we're going to read it twice. We don't care. All right. Well, um, I will read it twice because I can't remember for sure. One of the best five stars by Roe Roe D. Um, I started listening to this show six months ago after hearing it mentioned on Twib. Haven't missed the show since. I keep, it keeps getting better and better. Listening to Rod and Karen is like hanging out with good friends, but watching the live show on Spreecast and chatting with the other TBGWT listeners is even better. I look forward to guess the race and sword ratchetness. I'm a premium subscriber and the amount of content you get is well worth every penny and more. The Real House Husbands is one of my favorite premium shows. I found so many other good podcasts and blogs due to the guests they have on the show. And if you ever want to get into podcasting, this show is the standard you should strive for. Looking forward to the next 500 Lady Row 46. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, uh, I, I enjoy, uh, the fact that people feel like they get more content than they can even handle with premium. Uh, cause I, that's the only way I would feel comfortable is if people were like, I can't even get through all this shit because if it, if it was really at the other end where people were like, man, you really haven't done a premium show in a couple of weeks, I would feel really like, mm-hmm. like I was cheating people, you know? Me too. Great podcast, five stars by Molten Brown. This is an awesome podcast. I listen to it on my commute to work and while on the job, and it constantly makes me bust out laughing. Hey, Rod, I was listening to the back episodes, and I heard your take on black people calling other black people white from episode 521. I disagree with your comparison between calling a black person white and someone calling someone, calling someone a nerd. While both terms are a way of defining someone as the other, being called a nerd doesn't negate a part of your, of your person. Uh, if you, it negates, it negates the cool part, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, when people say nerd, they normally not yeah. trying to say you a cool person. When you get called a nerd derogatorily, uh, it's definitely neglected a lot of the parts of your person that you would like to, uh, exist. Like the part of your person that doesn't get beat up or have his lunch money taken or his books thrown in the mud. Like that part of your person is also important. Um, but I, all right. Um, being called a nerd doesn't negate a uh, part of your person. It just means that you are into different things than what are considered normal, quote unquote, pursuits. But when someone calls you white, it isn't just saying you aren't normal. It's saying that your irregular behavior negates a part of your being, your blackness. It is saying that because you do certain things and you're and, and you like certain things, you no longer belong to a group and you don't really have a choice. But uh, but to belong to a group, you often want approval for them, even if you are Don Lemon. So it hurts more. Someone can call me a nerd all day and it doesn't bother me. It just describes an aspect of my person. But being called white or Oreo kills me inside because it says a part of me destroys another integral part of me. And it destroys the ability to be in the in a group of quote unquote black people. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ken. Um, I, and, and, you know, and I think for me and I think Roger brought this up when he was talking about it for the average person. 
when when people do that most people aren't being mean or malicious most people are doing it in a jokeful manner and mm-hmm. i'm not trying to say words don't hurt because it can affect you but at some period of time people gotta look at him like you know what fuck you i don't you you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and roll with it with stride but i think with with a lot of people especially a lot of people in the black community this happens to them and instead of them uh, maturing past that point, they really embrace and hold on to that and go, well, fuck y'all. Y'all never accepted me. Y'all never wanted me here. And they separate themselves and turn around and not, not to say you will, but then turn around and go, well, fuck all y'all niggas. Nobody accepted me. I don't want to have anything associated with my blackness. And that, and to me, that's very, very idiotic because you cannot erase your blackness. Well, here's the thing I'll say being called a nerd. Cause like what happens and this is, this is kind of what I feel is happening with this, uh, review being called a nerd nerd the word nerd has been drilled down so much because everyone thinks they're a nerd yeah now hot chicks can come up to you because they watched avengers and now they're a nerd, nerd and that's not true. and you know and, and everybody's like well this guy's a nerd and nerd is the coolest shit now but when i was growing up it wasn't cool no and it, at all and it definitely did demean a part of you and it definitely did ostracize you from a group like being a nerd could was just as likely to take away your social status and your blackness as being called white. And yes, yes, yes. And and the reason why I agree because for a lot of uh, honestly, growing when I was in school, if you were black and you were in the AG class, you were automatically placed as a nerd. nerd. And I don't know about yeah, I was in AG and yeah. AP classes my whole my whole like high, high school, school and junior high school, yeah. and I remember hiding that like putting my textbooks making sure that when other people put out their textbooks i'll be like oh i'll just get mine out later because i didn't want them to be like wait a minute the fuck you doing in calculus yeah and, and also the thing is that i know in elementary school for the people who who kind of advanced they would literally take them and separate them from the rest of the class like right. like like so if you were the, the handful of black people that literally got called out during the ag time and separated from the class all of a sudden you were looked at differently yeah it absolutely meant i would not be considered part of blackness yeah with nerd because i my classes would now be whiter my activities after school are now whiter because mostly white people were doing the shit i was doing um and there were just a handful of black kids that i got to know from class and I I normally didn't even like those kids because, you know, I, I always had issues embracing like this idea of, well, now we're in this class and we're, you know, like we have to start behaving like our, you know, our counterparts. So we need to adopt white culture. We need to dress a certain way. We need to talk a certain way. And I always rejected that. So I ne- always felt really alone in those classes because I never really was, uh, trying to fit in and i my social status was always one of just blackness like i was from a black neighborhood i rode a black bus i couldn't afford to get to school in front like it just wasn't that kind i couldn't afford to get to school and be like well black people need to get their shit together like i it was like that then i would get fucked up on my way home if i was acting that way yeah but i I will say to his point though both things to me are negative mm-hmm. when I was growing up. And I will always associate it that way when I talk about it that way. I wasn't like, I think if you call somebody a nerd in 2013, it ain't the same. It really don't matter. Mm-hmm. Even if you call somebody white and they're black in 2013, it doesn't have the same impact that it would when I was a kid. No, me either. It's just, it's just not like, I think now people associate it with the idea that we have comic book movies. We have video games as part of our mass culture. We, all this stuff is mainstream now that was nerd shit when I was a kid. Transformers the movie was a cartoon that I cried at when Optimus Prime died. 
and that wasn't cool you know what i'm saying it wasn't like i could walk out and be like yeah remember when we all cried at optimus prime no like i, I it took to, i met niggas on the internet to be like yo man i also cried at optimus prime i was like <gasps> like you a nerd too Shh, they might hear us go to the attic <laughs> You know? so, don't tell nobody and it's one of those things that even with me i don't even consider myself a quote unquote nerd because like i say that's that's what i associate with with nerd right and it's one of those things where i wasn't the smartest i wasn't the brightest but i did you know do homework and study and i can remember even something simple um as opening up your book and trying to do your homework maybe on the bus ride home because you're going to sit in there 20 30 minutes people go you reading that book you ain't nothing but a nerd and it was like nigga i'm just trying to read my book and do homework it was like for a lot of people if you did anything associated with a higher learning you were automatically kind of placed in yeah, that like, category. Honestly, I was not really concerned with being called white growing up as much as I was concerned with being outed as a nerd. Yeah. Like, honestly, I've always been able to articulate myself just fine. I've always been able to code switch, you know, but I've also stayed in hip hop, like, and certain, certain cultural things that I've always done that some people define as black. I've just never had an issue with. So, you know, whilst I hear like a lot of times when I hear people that have this experience and they have these issues, some of their cultural things are like I was into a certain type of music. I didn't really like hip hop. I didn't like certain sports. I didn't. And then sometimes people start being like, well, we associate all the lack of these things with whiteness. I'm not saying that's right, but I'm I, but I think that's what people are trying to find a a word or a way to describe it. And yeah some people use it to hurt your feelings yes they do but to me it's the same way people use nerd to hurt your feelings and that's why the comparison will always be valid it's like in my opinion because it's they're both terms that were used to ostracize but let me continue reading what he was saying uh but being called white or oreo kills me inside because it says a part of me destroys another oh wait i've said that and that hurts way more because i am black i was born black race isn't a group you choose to be in you just are being called white is like being kicked out of your family because you are gay or you are into sci-fi, not sports. So you are being distanced from a group you were born into, expected to remain in and want acceptance from because of something you can't or and don't want to change. Additionally, while teasing is something everyone does to a certain degree, teasing never comes from a vacuum. It's based on thoughts the person actually has. So while a person calling me white may be kidding with me in the moment, you wouldn't have used the term white to describe me if they hadn't thought at some point that I was a different from other black people or B this difference made me less black. And that bothers me. I mean, you can be bothered by it, but it's happened to me. It's happened to Karen. It's happened to everybody. Like, I feel like that's part of the black experience in America is that. And some people it sticks with harder than others. others I, yes, it does. I brush that shit off. Like, it's not going to make me not achieve in class. It's not going to make me hate my own people. It's not going to make my, uh, political beliefs republican because a couple black people made jokes because one of the things that gets lost when people start talking about being teased for quote-unquote acting white or, or whatever one of the things that does get lost in this and i'm not saying you're doing this but in general black people are also some of the only people that show these people love and i don't just mean love as long as you act right but i mean like you know your family mm-hmm. your your mom your dad your um your brothers your sisters your, like even with our taunting we are so we infuse pain with our culture where we laugh at pain we experience pain but it's also a you know it's also a force that brings us together in a certain extent 
and that ridicule whether it's your mama jokes whether it's you're a nerd whether it's you're acting white or whether it's you're stupid whether whatever it is to some extent is also inclusion by ridicule at least in my experience where it's everybody's got something and they will fuck with you about it but are you kind of tough enough to deal with it and still be around because if you do there's a certain amount of like acceptance that i've experienced in my life where it's like yeah we made that joke about you we talked about you wearing glasses or having buck teeth or having nappy hair but at the end of the day there's no fucking uh there's we know you're you're one of us so yeah. we we make jokes that you're like Carlton and you you act white but at the end of the day we know when you get pulled over by a police officer you're thinking the same fucking thing I'm thinking you know what I mean when you get uh uh followed around a store you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking and what and sometimes the, the one exception I will put to this is sometimes there are and and this is just unfortunate but there are some black people that don't like other black people ain't that the truth no matter what they say or do they they look at them like i know i'm black and you're black but i don't want to have anything associated with you whatsoever right and i guess my point with that kind of shit is if that exists because i feel like that's a thing that exists sometimes there are black people that genuinely hate other black people what do i call that was my only question with don lemon or whatever and i wasn't even saying don lemon was i actually hate those i actually hate the term uncle tom i hate the term coon i hate i hate those things i don't and y'all know i don't call people those things because i don't know how you prove it necessarily but like what the fuck is herman cain like what the fuck is alan west when their platform is literally based on black people ain't shit shit, and white people you're right to discriminate against them and dislike them and not want to help them and not consider their issues to be american issues you're right and you should and and like you should completely do whatever you can to keep them uh from thriving as much as possible like what i just want to know like when somebody does something like that what what do you do what do you say what do you call that person what how do you define that you know because to me that is uglier than any amount of you're acting white like to me that is like despicable but I don't know, man. That was really my question was because I don't think Don Lemon acts white. And, I, you know, I think what he said that time was fucked up and he framed it wrong. But, you know, I don't feel like he ain't black now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I don't do things like but that. But it just makes you wonder, like, mm-hmm. what what's the line? Like, what can we have any standard? Can we be like this was too far and I don't ride with you right now? You know, I don't know what I don't know how to, you know, you answer that question for yourself, obviously. But just think about it, man. And, uh, yeah, that nerd shit is valid because I experienced that. So it will always be. I don't know what it's like now. Maybe you get called nerd now. They high five you. But I have a feeling you still get the wedgies. So um, <laughs> great listen. Five stars by Connor Michaels. Rod and Karen, you put out a great product. I first found out about your podcast from an appearance Rod made on The Evening Jones. Rod was very entertaining. And right after that, I subscribed to the podcast. I love the video version on Spreecast as well as the audio version. Listening to you two at the end of the day is a great stress relief. Keep doing your thing and keep doing guest spots on other podcasts. You're usually a show stealer. Well, thanks, guys. Thank uh, you, sweetie. We, You know, I don't try to steal the show when I go on people's show, uh, podcasts, but I try to be myself. And uh I feel like 
whatever we do on somebody's show we we take it serious we do we're professional mm-hmm. we try to get we don't try to be like i'm doing you a favor it's like hey man you I thought enough of us to have us and invite us that's right yeah so it's like i treat it all like man this shit special to me because i mean think about that man it, people are like i want to talk to you about this thing mm-hmm that's crazy amazing to me too <laughs> you know what i mean so it was like yeah i like to talk let's talk right like just the fact that is you know i will go on spreecast and sometimes bo will be like oh yeah now we got rod it's like bo want to talk to me about bullshit whatever it is <laughs> that's awesome man and I, as long as i feel that way i will continue to do uh guest appearances mm-hmm. and all that stuff man me too so um plus like i always like you know we've had this happen on our show if you don't treat it particularly professionally, if you don't try to put your best foot forward, you're always, especially if you have something you're promoting, you're always your own brand. You are always on display. Yes, you are. And when someone sees you fucking mailing it in or going on someone's show and like acting like you don't give a fuck, not only are you disrespecting the host, but you're disrespecting so many listeners' time, man. Like, yes, you are. I hate when someone's on a show and I can go, man, this dude didn't want to do this show. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can, as a listening audience, because we listen to podcasts and we listen to people talk, there are ways and nuances about people that you can pick it up. You can tell if the person didn't want to be there. You can tell if people weren't prepared. Right. I mean, like, honestly, you, you can tell if they melted it in. Like, you can tell you if can tell no when people want to leave. Yes, you can. You can tell when, you can tell when people don't like each other. That's right. I've listened to shows where I'm like, like these motherfuckers don't, don't like, like each, each other. other. And you can tell it. Yeah. So I, you know, we listen to a lot of shows with fans first. And, you know, I try to treat all of, all, I try to treat it like I'm a fan and I got to be on someone else's show. So. Great podcast, five stars by Nut06. Hey, Rod and Karen, just want to say I love the show. It helps keep me sane when having a stressful day. You guys are one of the best. Ain't that the truth, Karen voice? <laughs> Wish you guys nothing but success, Peanut Man. Uh, Dim Thrones and so much more, five stars by Software Goddess. Rod and Karen got me hooked on Dim Thrones, and I stay listening to all the shows since. I love the show. Dim Thrones is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Keep up the good work, guys. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to do that when it comes back. Oh, yeah. The most epic five-star review, uh, parentheses, not really, by Slick Vic. What up, Rod and Karen? I've been listening to the, to you guys for a while and finally decided to leave a review. I love what you guys do, and I love how you can hear your friendship with each other come through d- during this, each show. Quick question. Can Tom Cruise doing his impossible white man sprint outrun the Flash? <laughs> it oh, seems no. like it. That, it, that'd be a close race. That dude got the best run in Hollywood. Of all down. time. It's not even close. And, and, you, and you know what? My, this is my rule about Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. It is not an impossible white man action movie. If he don't run, and I'm not talking about sprint like he did in that, in that, uh, in that, uh, a movie about that planet. I'm talking like if he on full fledged run with shit blowing in the background and dust and look like he got the Beyonce fan in his hair, it ain't a white man movie. Yeah, it ain't impossible white man if he ain't running. Just wondering. Anyway, keep up the good work. V Scott. Thanks, man. Uh Quirky Bella says, I hate my job. <laughs> Wait, hold. Thank you both for getting me through work. Quirky Bella. I hate my job and I kinda don't like a good ninety five percent of my coworkers. Oh, I know the feeling, girl. <laughs> now you know the best thing about doing this podcast i like 100 percent of my coworkers now <laughs> i'm glad you do can't wait to see them every day come home to them at night 
your podcast gets me through the through the day because i feel like i'm listening to two people who have some sense and interesting things to talk about unlike those i'm surrounded by eight hours a day i just started listening this year rod and karen do a great job together i plan on becoming a premium subscriber soon you also make me want to start my own podcast but wouldn't know where to start um hey you know what honestly you can google so much stuff about how to start your own show uh-huh, so much stuff on the internet we even have a post on our website i think it's that, called uh yeah. for those wondering about the new recording equipment yeah. but i kind of give a synopsis of how we recorded the show, the show and what equipment we use mm-hmm. so you can even find out that way uh you don't really need as much as you probably think Mm-mm. uh but the key to it is consistency and you gotta think about it a lot man like Mm-hmm. it ain't as simple as turn stuff on because mm-hmm. i've even listened to podcasts me and, Roger, and normally these podcasts don't last but i've listened to podcasts where people got together turned on the mic and started talking and there's no order there's no organization there's yeah. no thought there's not what we're going to talk about they have no theme they have no purpose and you're like y'all just sound like chaos and people don't want to listen to chaos and you can hear people get better because they're dedicated to it like, yes you can you hear people because if you think about your show it's things start taking shape it's like Okay, I think this thing is going to be a part of our format. I think I'm going to cut the time down on this thing, but then I'm going to make this segment longer. I'm going to take out this segment because I'm not feeling it anymore and I kind of ran out of material. I'm going to do like stuff like that is what makes separates people that have a good podcast from those who who don't you and, know and and also for me too when it when it comes to it, I think for me as a listener, growth. I think, mm-hmm. as, like Roger said, as you do it, you begin to grow. Okay, this works for me. This don't work for me. And I, I personally think the biggest part is finding your voice. And I yeah. think when people initially start, they don't know what their voice is. And as they grow, they will begin to find their voice. And yeah, because you want to say something that will please people, or or just say something like as like I've heard shows where people just want to say something and be heard, and you can just be here because it's like it gets more and more desperate. Where it's like, and you know what else? I think you should be able to abort people up to 30 years old. It's like, okay, you just that want someone to call in and, yeah. and argue with you mm-hmm. or, you know, like it, it, people go through stages, man. And, and it's cool to listen to people that take Evolve. the time to work on their craft and nothing, honestly, uh, nothing really can replace just work ethic. Yep. And putting in the time and people can tell when you do. Yep. And, and, and maybe that's just one thing I guess, I guess, I guess about me and Roderick is that I know for me, I have a business sense. So to me, this is a business. So I treat it like a business. And I, sometimes mm-hmm. I think when people start, they don't really look at it like that. Well, even before it can be a business, it's gotta be something you love. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't even yeah. think it's gotta be something you love. Like the business shit didn't come until the show could be a business. True. I mean, we've always kind of treated serious, but mm-hmm. there wasn't any point where we were like, and this is how we're going to monetize it. Like it, it happened when we were able to do it like just don't get ahead of yourself and remember like everything happens as you put in the work and the most important thing is that you'll consistently be there uh you know we've done shows where we got like 11 downloads and we were high-fiving for 11 what and we've gotten shows where we were like man nobody listened to that one um and we didn't know that it would catch on as fast as it did or as strong and have his loyal fan base and all that stuff but the the point being there was no point in time where we weren't having fun yeah and, so. I th- and i think that's that's the biggest thing is if have fun enjoy yourself and be yourself because i think for a lot of people when they first start off they feel like they're talking to a vacuum like nobody's listening but well you know nobody is when you start yeah you never know when you start yeah but it's one of those things where as people begin to listen they will actually respond it just might take a while right. but the 
people are out there. That's why I say you feel like you're talking to a vacuum. Yeah. I Google some stuff, though, as I was you. That's what I do, and I'd worry about the rest later, man. Yep. Just make sure you set up, find a topic that or something that you know you can talk about as, you know, a passion uh and and think about your format from there think about how much time you can commit to it and how often you're going to do it and um i think it'll grow just fine you know and me too just remember man your fan base it doesn't matter the size of your fan base what matters is if they love you then they love the show and you'll be fine Mm -hmm. but if you're only worried about your numbers how much attention you're gonna get what your feedback is it will drive you crazy we've done shows here where our feedback was a couple of things and that was it and i remember those shows because we wouldn't even make them feedback shows it would just be like let's just read this letter yeah we, while we got th- 10 minutes yep and and the thing is that when we <laughs> first got feedback uh, if you go back and listen to archives yeah. we would literally add it to the show it would just be the show yeah. like it would just be like oh we got this letter. what happened was it got it for months and months that that was the thing and then the show started getting too long because the feedback was so long and then it was like oh okay now we have a feedback show but it took a long time to get to that point we didn't just be like we got we're gonna do a feedback show it, it had to organically develop mm-hmm. you know um the guess the race organically developed yes it did um, all this stuff it just comes over time man so you'll you'll get it man good luck to you too yes um karen i find myself saying ain't that the truth often <laughs> oh and rod i completely relate to you when you said you find that people who have a problem with you tend to be insecure. I've been dealing with this a lot since moving to a new city and getting older. I find they like to point what my problems are as if I don't know myself. Someone once told me self-aware people tend to make those who aren't, who are self-aware, but though, oh, who aren't self-aware, but think they are question themselves, which is why they are so hostile and try to create problems. Oh, well, not problems. Keep doing what you do. P.S. I think my review may have me, may have me seem a bit antisocial. LOL. I'm not, I just have a low tolerance for BS. Smiley face. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. And, you know, honestly, man, I, I don't like that. Uh, I wish people would just genuinely come at me and be like, yo, I, um, I think that you think this about me so I could be like, I don't, but it's, yeah, but it's messed up because I can't convince you of a, like, I can't, disprove it you know and i and i am sarcastic by nature so i can yes, see why is. people would be like oh no you're still fucking with me I, like I, that's one of the more often conversations i have in my life is no that really happened and people are like no rod i know you're trying to make a joke i'm like no it's on the news right now turn around look behind you i'm not gonna turn around and I'm like i i, I <laughs> is it like something in my voice like i'm i'm, I'm using my regular words no um. no and i and, and and for me i even like literally had to get used to that about him because it's one of those things where you looking like is you fuck with me or is you serious how do i know you're joking yeah i get a lot of like why are you fucking with me man like picking on me i'm like i'm not i really do think you're, and it's like a compliment but people think it's like i'm like yo you have a great jump shot and they're like really funny motherfucker i'm like no i'm saying it's a great shot <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. So I got a great shot. Okay, yeah. Keep talking shit, man. I'm like, I don't even know what to say, man. <laughs> you can't win for losing. Yeah. Everybody else come. Then the next dude come up. Good shot, man. Thanks. I'm like, what the fuck? What is he saying? It to my no bass in my voice. Is that the problem? I um, guess so. Seriously, to the you got a oh, great shot, man. Oh, oh, you know what? You act too white. That's why he ain't yeah, you seriously. I'm too white. <laughs> seriously, to the funny point. Uh, by five i five ty fifty five stars great laughable podcast love it turn up 
like the black guy who tips thank you sweetie i think that was from kevin hart i think it is kid afro 2 says off the chain bang a ring <laughs> oh lord i like that i like that <laughs> off the chain bang a ring off the chain bang a ring uh bob and shaniqua are a great podcasting duo <laughs> they talk a lot about what it is like in the hard streets of compton they have really good ninja points on the news bas- basketball and of course chicken do work rod and karen dopest podcast ever been listening for a year now been sluffing on spending sending a five-star review always tight to hear people down on everything clown on everything in life john cena you can't see me uh and hand plus hand motion peace out well thanks kid afro <laughs> thank you sweetie. bob and shaniqua our yeah. great podcast and doing nerd off ps4 camera also supports navigational commands five star by reg dude on a regular thursday sony announced one of the biggest features on the of the xbox one wait features of the sony announced a feature what why is there a need to buy i think you even in his diss to xbox one (laughs) he meant to put ps4 and put xbox one that's why they winning because dumb (laughs) shit like that sony announced one of the biggest features of the playstation 4 why is there a need to buy xbox one again to maybe watch tv on your tv yeah i'm using the five-star doctrine to troll you there's no shame in my game i hear you i ain't dude. mad at you sweetie hey as long as i get five, five stars, stars i don't give a damn what how you, you say talk, it. what you talk about yeah like just, i could give a rat's ass just spell my name right you know um we also got a five-star review from the uk Woo-hoo! um let me find that on um because someone uh hit up hit me on facebook uh if you guys do have a five-star review that you submit to us outside, outside of, of the country states yeah if it, and i mean even canada. canada and mexico you have to let us know because itunes separated out so you know for a while people leaving us reviews they were like hey i left you a review but you never read it i was like where you at i'm in timbuktu but baby i you got to tell me what timbuktu is now go find it right yeah itunes is very fucking nationalistic like they're they're just like uh yeah um you ain't from america so we're gonna have to change this uh let me see if it's on on itunes all right we got one from dj fafa uk number one five stars hi rod and karen i've been a fan for just under a year now but this is the first time i've written a review for the blackout tips I'm a DJ in Cardiff City, Wales, UK. Also, I have a daytime job, three kids, wife, and a mortgage. Got to be done. DJing is my passion, and I get sent a lot of music, which I listen to in my day job. But since subscribing to the the Black Guy Who Tips, you have been affecting my DJ work, as I have often done 12-hour shifts in my day job listening to back-to-back episodes. Oh, thank you, sweetie. I even listen to episodes multiple times. But alas, because I do this, I'm not catching up on new music. <laughs> Your, your show is too addictive i love every minute of it you are number one in my head i've made up a new game fucking with my music <laughs> um but on the real keep up the good work p.s rod i know you love your hip-hop i've just done a mixtape with a group from north carolina called frat house let me know if you want the link okay that's it for me peace to you both and fuck dude bros one uh you know what man email it to me blackoutters at gmail.com and uh if it's if i like it i'll let you know and if i don't like it i will never speak of it again so uh that's my agreement with you and uh we can roll that way yeah um, thank you sweetie yeah thank you so much man um what do you want to do next we got voicemails we got a page 
let's do the page all right blackoutist.com leave comments vote in the polls it's very easy guys first episode from last week was frantic attack uh this is the episode our feedback show and it was also where friend jordan decided to hit me up on gchat during the the show show. talking shit and she was talking shit about karen and talking about her voice all because i said monica Lewinsky had a fake sexy voice in her videotape i mean in her audio tape she made for uh bill clinton and apparently that offended fred jordan to no limit just oh she couldn't take it no more had, she Do called, not talk about her sexy voice sir yeah she thought she said karen wasn't good enough for me and that's why she allows me i'm to, a backwood country connecticut blunkin whatever yeah, she said kentucky oh kentucky mm-hmm. my bad and that's why you allow me to watch porn because you know that i'm doing i'm just too good yes you are so uh what can i say you know thank you friend i didn't know i had it like that ain't that the truth uh um so it's good now we can both feel like we're winning um the comment on the show was dd enjoy hearing the details of your vacation now i want to plan a trip to charleston kudos on the dude bros episode and how they're no longer in the podcast world ha 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 and if Fran doesn't watch herself, she'll be next, says Dee Dee. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to take Fran out. I don't know anything about that lady. Um, do you think Fran Jordan uses a fake sexy voice was the poll? Yes, she's a f- complete faker, and that's why she's mad. 19% of people said that. No, she probably just has a natural sexy voice. That's what Fran said, 3%. That was Fran. And who cares? She obviously can't take a fucking joke, 78% of people <laughs> said said that d d the casey stork says i'm going to say it with a chel with it was chelsea manning attempting to troll you he slash she did not agree with ah! how you shut down the dude bros so uh yeah i don't know what was wrong with fran what crazy i hate crazy people man people yeah. always go like why why is crazy such a big turnoff shit like that ain't that the truth shit exactly like like, like Craig, nothing worse than a yeah, crazy may, unpredictable maybe, motherfucker maybe i'm the one that don't like to deal with people that are unpredictable people that like to show up at your house unannounced people that like to yeah. stalk you like like to me these are characteristics that you're fucking insane people pe- people that have extreme highs and extreme lows at the snap of a dime i don't want to deal with that like friend literally hit me up like it was like this is how you know you're talking to a crazy person i'm sure everybody's experienced this or if not then you might be the crazy person but when someone hits you up like you've been having a conversation with them but you haven't you know what i'm saying what they're like and another thing you're like and another thing what what hi my name is rod what what is your name ma'am like she started that conversation as if we had been talking and we're friends and we fell out because she was just like, and that's why yeah, I, I don't agree out. with you. I was like, we never talk, woman. As far as she concerned, when she seen that post, you was talking to her, and she had to let you know stuff. She had to let me know. Rain and Black commented on the next episode, which was episode 532, The Unjustice Imprisonment of Chelsea Manning, all caps lock. Um, she says, I think she should be allowed to have her hormone therapy but i don't believe we should have to pay for any surgeries the whole pursuit of happiness thing doesn't apply for those who break the laws and go to prison it just seems oh she's talking about chelsea manning who was formerly known as bradley manning a transgender uh male who identifies female and is also under arrest uh and currently in in prison uh was convicted the like last week uh because of like you know espionage and all this stuff leaking stuff to wikileaks and whatnot so um there's a big uh issue because chelsea manning 
would like to have uh hormone therapy in prison in military prison and the military prison people are like no that's not that's not something we're going to do it's not something we haven't done and so of course there's people who this is their issue that you know they feel like this is violating their uh uh chelsea manning's equality and rights so that's it's become a big thing and so that was kind of a big question on the show was like so what you know what do you do because you are in prison Mm -hmm. so i can understand the argument for being like no we're not doing that but if you feel like sexual orientation is just something that is natural and a right and it's like the duty of like the prison has now taken on your your rights and it is the duty of the prison to fulfill this uh you know to to help you and you know achieve your uh what you feel is your actual uh sexual orientation like you you are supposed to be a woman is this something the government should do you know and i and i I'm, honestly it's very i can see how it's very confusing and all this stuff so we just you know people just wrote in about it the whole pursuit of happiness thing doesn't apply to those who break the law and go to prison. It just seems rather unfair to those who are transgendered for their tax dollars to go towards a criminal when they themselves might not be able to afford their own treatment. Like Rod, I feel pretty mad about the men in the Snowden cases. Don't get me wrong. White man problems are important too, but right now I'm more worried about being charged with manslaughter for having a heavy period. Surprise shit's fucked up. Ah. Anyway, shout out to the chat room. Oops, wrong show. That's from Rain and Black. <laughs> yeah i don't yeah that's the other thing too is like i i don't know if the government should be because like also how far does that extend because like say i was on mm, welfare government housing could i also be like well i'm on medicaid y'all should it's your responsibility to get me hormone therapy because i'm on medicaid and i would do this if i had the money so it's the government's response i just wonder yeah where do you draw that line and so because it's such a slippery slope as far as they're concerned they're like we rather like i said it's one of those things where fair unfair they go fuck it we're gonna take a standard rule smack it across the board so we don't have to look at individual cases i guess i would you know maybe i I think i might be against chelsea manning getting hormone therapy um because they said they will provide like psychiatric counseling and stuff um, and I think just now I, I just thinking about like welfare, thinking about all these other programs that they, that don't provide for this off of government money. So many don't. I, I think it would be a double standard if it was like, well, now that you're in prison, we will change, help you become, you know, get hormone therapy. So, uh, yeah, maybe you give up that right when you become, you know, on any type of government assistance or part or go to prison. You just kind of give up the right to be, pursue that be, until you're out. Because for a lot of people, they have. And I'm mm. pretty sure that she's not the first one to have this issue. But they, you know, whoever the the person just wasn't this big of a case where they could actually, you know, push, push right. for it. But for a lot of people, they, because like you say, once this comes up, it's like, hey, what about me? What about my issue? What about this? I have this issue. And they were like, we don't have this money to just pay for everything that everybody wants that you would, that a lot of you, not to say that she mm-hmm. wouldn't, a lot of you would not have paid for outside of the jail. No, right. we're not going to do this. Snarling Nikki. Yeah. It would be like if someone was like, well, now I'm in prison. I want whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I, I want a breast job or something. People would be mad as shit. Like, yes. You can't do that. Um, so it, I guess, it's a right quote unquote you give up 
because in prison that's what they do take your rights away yeah snarling nikki says hi great show as usual listening to the segment on tipping reminds me of something i always think about when i'm out at a restaurant which way of tipping do service prefer cash or credit does it matter? My husband thinks it does matter, but I prefer to leave cash. It uh, doesn't matter, but I prefer to leave cash. But that's mostly because I think I would prefer cash if it were me. Just curious. Thanks. Uh, um, it doesn't really matter, but cash, yes. If This is the thing. From my personal experience, mm-hmm. if the server is not your cashier, you can leave it on the credit card and they will get it. Yeah. If your server is your cashier... They don't get that cash. They don't get that cash in hand. If your server is your cashier, that that what you leave is actually counted towards like their tip, whatever for the night, like mm-hmm. for tax purposes. They don't actually physically get that. Get that. They don't cash out and get that person that cash. But if they have like a cashier, the server at the end of the night they run a report and, and the then server you get, your money you get that. that cash. But if I'm a server and I actually take your check, run it, and you leave and you actually write it, I don't physically get that cash. It's just on there for tax reasons. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, I, I think I like to give cash when I, I can, too. but for the majority of the time, if it's con- if I just have my debit card or something and it's convenient, I'll just write it on on the check, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, they'll get the money somehow. Yeah, they get the money somehow. So I wouldn't just make sure you tip whatever it is. Tip, like, please do. But yeah, I, I when I was a uh, waiter, I prefer cash. Plus, there's nothing like seeing those cold green ducats in your hand. Ain't that true? Like, I did a good job. Look at this. $10. God is good. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's been times where I've actually, when I worked night shift at Shoney's years ago in Fairville, I will, well, I was working hard, 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 and I wasn't getting any cash. And I was like, shit, nobody liked me. Was I that bad? Mm-hmm. And then I didn't realize at the end of the night, whenever they uh, ran the reports, I was like, oh, everybody left debit cards. Right. And that's where you end up getting your cash. Yep. Uh, dude, Jamoke Atron 5000 says, dude, and do that. Senator Marble makes me sad to be a cheese eater. You're, you said it best when you said people ain't shit. But although all, yeah. I gotta, I gotta say, I've never had better barbecue and better chicken and ate better in my life than when you go to down south and you, <laughs> I mean, I love it. Why is it so hard to have humans live by the golden rule? Or is it, are we really that stupid? Hashtag racism is dumb. You want to know what's funny though? Um, like that was part of fucking with black people. Cause it definitely was fucking with black people. Of course. But, um, I didn't feel it was racist. So the food down here is good. Yeah. I was like, this is, is she's just unfortunate. She's in the wrong setting. Saying was, that comment. That's it right. was only racist because of what started the conversation. conversation. It's like the Don Lemon thing. If you start what? off by being like Bill O'Reilly didn't go far enough, you set yourself up to fail. She set herself up to fail because they were like, you know, we want to talk about poverty and stuff. She's like, well, first of all, I've never had better chicken and watermelon did, than did, when did i was with, with black people they with them poor black folks you're like oh ma'am um <laughs> you like what this you're is, saying uh, right now in this context but like this if you'd have had this conversation outside of this we wouldn't have had a problem because yeah. we know our food is good down south but we're talking about poverty and th- these two things are not related uh the poll for the show was should the government provide hormone treatment for chelsea manning yes it's her right and they need to respect it or no she's in prison and she's given up that right by the way um high five to me for my pronouns being flawless at this point yes sir i I worked on my pronoun game on this transgender shit dog yes i'm I'm deep in these transgender streets nigga fuck with me see me (laughs) i'm glad you are (laughs) i did a whole show with owen and i ain't fuck up once i was like high five myself afterwards uh yeah it's her right they need to respect it 17 percent of people said yes it's a right 
and they need to respect her right to uh have hormone treatment and no she's in prison she's giving up that right 83 percent. and yeah i think i'm at that right now as you're in prison man it sucks but this is what happens in prison dog you don't get to do this shit like you you know you can be transgender you can identify as female as much as you want but once you're in prison they don't give a fuck it's ones and zeros for them they never have and never will uh we have uh people leave comments with tits uh, shut the fuck up says if she has the surgery beforehand on her own dime i believe she's within her right to have whatever necessary medication she'll need provided to her however if it's a matter of having the cost of the entire procedure covered by the government then no that's not her right yeah and i think it's the latter that uh she was talking about i agree with what tits to shut the fuck up says nahan 87 if she will pay for it then it's fine but the government shouldn't have to cover it if the government doesn't cover sex changes for people not in prison why should they cover it for people in prison then again prisoners get free health care conundrum yeah it depends on how you define health doesn't it do you define part of health yeah. as you know your sexuality um, things like that or do you consider it life and death because mm -hmm. uh the government has gotten to the point where once people get so old if if, if a certain crime they literally let them go because it's like we're not going to pay for you and pay for you until you die because we don't want to cover the cost of your health care and these people can have like major major illnesses but they just kick them out the system because hey you serve your time we're gonna release you because you're 85 years old we don't think you're gonna hurt nobody yep the KC Stork says, I'm sure one more thing that Fox, MSNBC, liberals and conservatives will blame the president for. He had enough problems explaining to his daughters what that Miley Cyrus shit was about last week. And now he has to tell them about this. Oh, but no, I don't think the government, we, the people should have to pay for that. Justin P. <laughs> KC Stork. Justin P. says, no, fuck that. And it doesn't matter which law he, she, slash, he slash she slash it broke. It's still a law, and in my opinion, a good and necessary one. Keep your mouth shut. Part of punishment for breaking said law is the removal of luxuries. The ability to take hormones and have surgeries to become one's true sex, that is a fucking luxury. I'm pretty confident people were being born the wrong sex before scientific advances gave them a choice to change. So fuck that. Should have thought of that. Should have thought I need to chop off, chop off my dick off before people need to know the truth. Dumbass. So, I was, you know what's funny? the anger people have at snowden and manning for snitching is funny to me because i feel a level of respect for them because i would never be brave enough to do that you know it the only thing that's funny i guess is that they're surprised that people were like uh, go to hell mm -hmm. but i feel like it's that, like i'm telling you the truth fuck you yeah y'all mm -hmm. way braver than me i would never fucking even think to do that i no, mm -mm, i'm good you gonna tell the secret? Mm -mm, mm -mm, nope. Not telling that, shit. That's gonna go me to my grave. I know dog. this shit'll get me killed. Fuck you. No, I see some shit on my computer. I'm turning that shit off. Yeah. Mm. I will pour water on my computer, walk away from the desk like that shit didn't happen. I'ma call IT, but I know, um, but I, 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 I not my whatever. I'm sorry. Right. Are people taking the VMAs too seriously? Was the poll for episode 533, Syria versus Cyrus. Uh, yes, we're just getting older. No, the VMAs are a new low. 19% of people believe the VMAs are a new low and 81% of people think, Hey, calm down. You're just getting older. Uh, yeah. Most people are just getting older because it's, uh, I don't know what it is, but old folks just get mad and angry at everything. That's not they shit. Neha 87 says, leave Molly alone. <laughs> Shy love says them VMAs is always crazy. 
they had people kissing falling from the sky booties and faces speaking of booties ah. or lack of the booties that little girl got bit by a booty vampire shy love can't get with that shy love needs something to keep him warm in these shy town streets maybe Ooh. paula dean will holler at a player she thick and can hook some grits up with pork chop sandwich not to mention her kids grown and won't get in our biz shy love out all right shy love ah. sound like shy love is a pimp or something has some problems with the word i felt five love ain't doing nothing but talking about shy love because shy love love some shy love chocolate giddy yep felt five says no nigga molly and her spine shaking gotta get the entire fuck out of here hashtag that is all uh, <laughs> straight, like, straight to the point i won't discuss this uh let's see we also had episode 534 prince joshua and the leaning tower of penis um oh uh some of these titles man (laughs) when you go back and read them laughing my own shit it's terrible um but uh we had comments kung fu treachery says first of all sir i have a credit rating of 723 ladies and is joshua in the pit with the chick who broke his dick that would be fucked up yes he is uh but that's the first time he broke his dick not the second time oh and um he's talking when he's talking about his credit rating is because there was an article that said your facebook friends can be used against your credit history by mm-hmm. some companies and i said i'm gonna unfriend all the black people so ah! the, the tickler said man fuck them christians they only releasing that story about swinging christians because football season is about to start i will not let you know <laughs> I will not let you motherfuckers ruin my football season. This shit is a trap. I'm keeping my Sunday mornings and my money. Thank you. Yeah, they, we talked about ChristianSwingers.com. And yeah, maybe you it is a trick. You not fucking up my fantasy football. It's a trick to get you to go to church so you can, so they can swing. Like, They'll be like, we gonna, it's like, so when the swinging start? Well, first we read the Bible for seven hours. No, I'm missing the game. <laughs> um, the poll was, should, <laughs> the poll, ironically, the poll was about Prince Rashford's And this problem. poll ain't broke right should prince joshua retire yes just give it up man it's not meant to be or no keep trying you can do it 77 percent of people said just give up on your dreams of having sex with women on camera isn't that sad i think so too shit your your dick could be safer did vince carter give up the 17th time he hurt his knee did grand hill give up when his acl was was stripped and he married the hottest woman in the r&b game no you keep trying uh keep trying you can do it only got 23 percent of the vote eddie long writes in brother rod sister karen let me tell you that this young man is courageous he needs to keep moving forward he has a big part that helps keep the american dream alive i hope he does not lose that potential to grow above and beyond what is expected of him that sweet chocolate delight needs to keep those timberlands on his feet and his head to the sky amen <laughs> yeah timberlands and knee braces that's his damn uh that's his trademark show up to the to the to the porno shoot with timberlands and knee braces chicken restrictions at chicken restrictions episode 535 where we talked to lamont and rat from brown skin and glasses and of course the poll was what the poll always is when we talked to lamont and rat from brown skin and glasses yes that's why I'm never gonna change who was better this time brown skin rat glasses lamont or it was a tie now i've never put that it was a tie in there before okay because i've always tried to you know maybe make you choose. have to choose but i said you know maybe this time people won't be able to choose Rhett got 12 percent of the vote 
That's okay. so low. Okay. It was a tie. Got twenty eight percent of the votes. So Lamont pulled a whopping sixty percent of the, of the votes. votes. And that's with it was a tie thrown in there. If you just make it Lamont versus Rhett, it's not even close. Now I don't know if Lamont is making up extra accounts. Ah, <laughs> vote for itself. But you know what I think oh, it people is. People felt bad because he had a rough month. You know, he yeah, talked to us that. right before he had his root canal. Plus, Rhett doesn't seem to care about winning. No, she doesn't. Mm-mm. But I will say this: I bet you it's the sore ratchetness. I think so too. Because her numbers went down. Every show, I be a hundred percent in love with Rhett. The whole, I'm like, I love this woman. She's the best. <laughs> Soulmates. I can't believe I'm even getting to talk to you. This is the, and then she started talking about them fucking swords at the end. I'm like, oh, I hate you. I forgot. I, I don't know what, it slipped my mind that you are crazy as hell. That's, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> the, we had comments on the poll. The KC Stork says, Rhett and that lovely bosom had it locked. But then she went on that Don Lemon rant. I still love when they're on the show, especially on the cam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Half the, half the fun. Y'all, y'all have got to see them live. Like it, it is a lot of fun watching them live. Anthony Animal Thug Tatum said it was a tie and neither one of them said and bullet ball extreme. Sad stuff. Yeah, it could have broke the tie. Justin P says he needs this. Hashtag rough month. Yeah, he had a rough month. Cloud2K said, I voted for Rhett. Them swords. And the tickler said, I'm with KC. Titties for the win up till that Don Lemon shit. By the end, she might as well have had baggy A cups. Man, I was not feeling the Don Lemon protection. Uh, I enjoyed that part of the show. It went on way too long. I know it's not that, I, you know, but people are making good points and we just love to talk. We're having fun. People also commented on some of the spinoff shows. Uh, Woo-hoo! we did Balls Deep 15 last week, pissed off for greatness. Um, Trojan Scooter says the relationship between McNabb and RG3 is very complex. On the one hand, Donovan is one of the guys who tries to help the younger generation successfully maneuver their way through difficult terrain. He wants to see RG3 succeed. On the other hand, RG3 is the young person who believes in the notion of meritocracy, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps while ignoring the obvious double standards. Yeah, that's pretty much the whole situation in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Um, we did The Real House Husbands 5, The Hidden Pitfalls of Marriage, where we gave a bunch of advice and stuff. Uh, Jump Off 178 said, LOL, yo, this show is my shit, son. Genius. Hashtag genius. Spell genius wrong. But I feel you, Jump Off. Thank you. Mike in London says, I look forward to hearing your next mixtape. Um, and just, and Trojan Scooter said, Justin always talking like he runs shit. We all know Turk runs that house. He better hope he don't, he, she don't hear this. Karen is obviously the Stevie J in their relationship <laughs> minus the baby daddy. <laughs> uh, and 04 Soldier commented on the Nerd Off episode about Ben Affleck being cast as Batman. He says, great show guys. On the issue of Bat- Ben Affleck being Batman, I never understood the disdain for him playing the iconic role. Sure, he was very mediocre at his first try in a comic superhero, but since then he's matured very well in his latest acting and directing roles. Uh, um, I'm just gonna say, I hope he does a good job. I don't think he's that great an actor, but he's serviceable and that might be all you need to be Batman, or maybe he'll dig in the well and pull out even more uh you know even more from the character than he has in other roles that he's done also even though it's not part of the nerd off the playing dead by movie trailer reviews is my shit i recently picked up the game on steam for the low just to see what choices i can make in the zombie apocalypse shout out to chris Kev, phenom and rod for such an excellent entertaining additional show 
no problem man i love working with those guys always uh we did have uh voicemails so let me play those let's do it all right let's get into this why is it taking so long to start yo rod karen what's up it's mike um this is a call in response to uh sunday's episode with arian the unjustice imprisonment um i worked at a theme park for pretty much the entirety of 2012 and like i was working as an audio engineer and one of the stage managers there uh became friends with me and is a trans man like he was born a woman. I met him as a woman. But he went through the process uh, while we were working together. And um, so, like, he made it known to everybody, like, you know, I'm going through this. It's like to be referred to, my male pronouns and all that. And I was like, all right, cool. I had a day where I was just like, he's a dude, he's a dude, he's a dude. Every time, like, if I see him, I'm like, yo, what's up, friend? And, like, just you know, play it extra hard just so my mind would commit it into my brain. But uh, he would also use the, the men's restroom. And it's not like, you know, he's going to use a urinal, but you walk over, use a stall, do what you got to do, and fucking go on about your business. Uh, and it was not even remotely an issue because, you know, the people that work there are all reasonable. I remember one time, like, a bunch of us went out to the club, and he was like, yo, this is not really something I would normally ask a lot, but do you mind, like, backing me up to go to the bathroom because, you know, there's a bunch of, like, Navy dickheads at this club, and I don't want to get beat up or anything, and I was like, shit, it didn't even cross my mind that somebody could do something like that because, you know, what the fuck does it matter to you? But I was like, sure, no problem. Back them up. There were no issues. It was, everything went smoothly, but um, I really don't think it's a big deal. People will learn to get over it. Once they realize that actual transgender people are not trying to fucking be weird, they just want to be themselves and take a piss and change clothes and go on about their business, then it'll all work out. Uh, I'm going to look into this guy, because if he's running in Virginia, then I'm going to make sure he does not get any kind of folks that I will be casting anytime. So uh, I'll catch you guys later. Keep up the good work. Peace. Peace. Uh, Mike is talking about a clip we played. There was a Republican dude who was running for like some office or maybe he's already in office and he was trying to disprove that the transgender, like people aren't as comfortable with being with transgender people as they claim to be. So his way of proving it was to try to imitate, uh, a gay voice and ask a woman if he could use the ladies room and if she would watch out for him and she would be okay with that and he was so let down because everybody was okay with it Mm -hmm. and it it was just it just came off really really homophobic man Mm -hmm. like it was was a bad look man it's not the way to illustrate that point if that's the point you want to make nope next voicemail hey what's going on guys it's aaron j man capital double coming out of Fayetteville. Uh, long day in the office today. I wasn't even trying to call. Yeah, I haven't called in a long time. I'll just keep listening. Today's day of work. And it may be hard to call, though. It's, it's God bless you and this damn list, y'all. See, uh, I only called because, as of right now, at the place in which I work, my new title happens to be Human Resources. Oh, God. So today we had a case. 
very similar. That's why I'm calling. A guy, you have to be fraternizing with your coworkers. It's quite legislated in our company handbook. That is no go. Um, needless to say, long story short, that individual now has to probably worry about yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, I, I can't understand the audio yeah, on that. Sweetie, it's just not clear, clear enough. Yeah, sweetie, I'm sorry. Back. I don't know if the line is something yeah. was on, but it's it's just not coming in. You sound very muffled. Yeah. So I don't know if it was like you know sometimes you talk on the phone if you if you can talk but if you're not turned the right way it just muffled the crown. So yeah, really can't understand, sweetie. Yeah, sorry, bro. Next voicemail. Hey, what's going on, Rod and Karen? It's your boy Casey Stewart. Just calling in to uh, uh, join the show. And also, uh, yeah, I didn't get a chance to call in on that uh, dude, bro, shit. Everyone else called him already. But, yeah, the way y'all handle that, the way you handle that ride, oh, man, that shit was magnificent. I'm a, I'm a fan of, like, the old school, like, uh, Shogun movies. I don't know if you've ever seen Shogun Assassin, uh, Lone Wolf and uh, his cub or whatever. But they got to fight the, uh, the brothers of death. And, uh, the Shogun, the Shogun Assassin does something that the Shogun, uh, Shogun Assassin never does. He throws a sword at one of the brothers, and the motherfucker is just thrown off, and he's just like, you, you threw your sword? You know, so, you know, just dealing with that shit on just a, uh, intellectual level, something I guess dude bros don't, uh, recognize that, uh, we as black people can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and also, I've been meaning to call, ever since I heard you guys say bullet ball, bullet ball extreme, my old lady, she got to meet uh, the inventor. I guess his name Mark Griffin or whatever. Uh, she used to do work at the uh, D.C. She's an occupational therapy technician with the military. And uh, she did work with the Wounded Warriors program, you know, working with amputees and stuff. And that dude came up there trying to, you know, uh, I guess, you know, introduce the game and the table uh, to some of the, uh, the amputees up there, guys who in wheelchairs, you know, don't have legs. And some other guys don't have, you know, other limbs they lost, you know, due to war. And so he left the table there, you know, saying, hey, you guys can use it. And then he came back like two weeks later talking about, well, hey, uh, you know, if you guys want to buy this table, you know, it's like $1,500, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, uh, he is straight up hustler. You know, I can't call him, a, you know, a snake oil salesman, but he's a hustler. He's trying to get his paper, but I just thought it was funny that, uh, yeah, my uh, wife had, had met the inventor of uh, Bullet Ball and uh, Bullet Ball Extreme. Uh, since I've never been on the show to say that shit, but I love it. But uh, anyway, just had, uh, called in with those two thoughts. Love the show. Uh, keep it going. Uh, Casey Stork out. Uh, yeah, Thank man. You, sweetie. Um, first of all, um, Shogun's Assassin. Of course I know the Shogun's Assassin, dude. That's the night everything changed. You know? That that was the shit, man. Um, uh, and also, as far as the bullet ball hustler or whatever he's he's just trying to help man i mean you know i don't know where he got that 1500 dollar number from because on his websites the table is much cheaper than that so yes, it is that's kind of fucked up but you know I, I can see it can have um uses with rehabilitation and stuff you know um but yeah he unfriended me on twitter on, on facebook and he won't answer my emails about let me interview him so oh yeah man uh, we tried y'all yeah i tried to the extreme oh yeah casey stork again and this is why i don't call in that much because i always forget the one thing uh yeah man when i called in uh when i was down there doing that uh poor hood trial man oh yeah by the way old boy found guilty on all charges and uh he will be sentenced to death 
Yeah, I don't know how I feel about celebrating, you know, another person's demise, but, you know, whatever. But, yeah, man, I apologize again for calling the show so fucked up. I mean, I called drunk before, but I ain't never called that fucked up. I didn't even know what the fuck I was saying half the time. And I think I got into a fight with another friend later on that night. So I appreciate y'all even, you know, listening to the show. And then, you're right, I was on some old, but you don't love me. You don't look at me in the eye when we make love anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was on that bullshit, man. So... I appreciate you, you know, making me my, me laugh uh, in that moment of pain. I really needed that, man. So that's another reason why I love the show because y'all y'all find a way to make the audience, you know, everybody that calls in, listens in, you know, just comes to the chat room. And we just participate how we can. You give us a different perspective, and also you bring a little joy to our lives sometimes, especially when we need it the most. So I really needed that point in time that Saturday when I woke up feeling feeling hungover and all fucked up about, you know, because I basically drank a whole bottle of fucking crack and by myself so Damn. yeah Ooh, that's, that's that but anyways like i said appreciate it appreciate the laughs and you know more importantly you know teaching us you know to laugh at ourselves sometimes so all right case this work out peace well thank you man calling up here that fake sexy voice Hmm? You thought I was gonna let it slide? No, no, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank dog. you, sweetie. And I'm glad we could uh do whatever, man, to make people, you know, get by on tough times and shit. I like I said, I know I've had my share of stuff where it's like I listen to this uh when Carol's in the hospital or you know when uh people are sick and stuff like that in my own life so uh definitely lost my job listening to a lot of people's shows uh you know people people can help you get through things man without even knowing it so mm-hmm. that's cool that y'all let us know uh last voicemail hey what's up Rodney Karen? Uh, this is your boy big boy 1077 um i couldn't sleep so i was like well let me listen to some black guys who tips catch up on some episodes and i was listening to the dude bro episode i I just can't believe the racism like that like it was crazy from the malt liquor jokes to like chicken weird like oh my god like it it was crazy malt liquor jokes chicken jokes like like it's crazy and i'll applaud you my man like like you are like the ultimate troll like you said set the troll game up if he was gonna troll you, I like the way that you did him back because he shouldn't be working with children. And I'm pretty sure there's African American children in that school. And like you said, his bosses and other staff are, you know, African American. And if he feels that way, like that's just crazy. But I'm I'm really proud that you did that, and I'm happy that I'm listening to the black guys who tip, and uh, the black guy who tips, not black guys who tip, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that I actually uh, found you guys on iTunes. Uh, couple years ago and i'm a avid listener and i really love the show you guys do a great job you deserve to be number one and um the deucer whatever that dude name is you can go fuck himself anyway you guys have a nice day bye oh man thank you so much thank you, appreciate sweetie. it a lot of people had kind stuff to say about um you know in the wake of those dudes coming at us basically for no reason um so i appreciate everybody that uh has something to say and more important i appreciate everybody that used discretion and did not go and stalk those people or that meant a lot to me try to harass them or call them or anything like that because um that was a big thing to me was that it wasn't about trying to like annoy them or harass them or Mm -hmm. take them down and it's never about that man like Sometimes I don't even bring up stuff on the show because I know we do have an audience. I don't want our audience to be that kind of audience. I know that other podcasts 
revel in the idea that we can come get you and we can find out your government information we can send people to find you and i don't want to be that way Mm -mm. that's negativity and to me we tried to keep our show funny and positive yeah like i would much rather handle the shit myself and just the fact that the audience was not because you know i don't control anybody i can't make anybody do anything but the fact that the audience wasn't like on people's twitters going like i'm gonna fuck you up or you know anything like that 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 was great man so thank thank y'all so much yes, as an audience it means a lot because it really could have gone sideways and then we would have been the ones having to apologize to somebody else because you know apparently people went too far in our name you know um all right let's see voicemails uh done uh phone line of course is open 704-557-0186 and we got emails to read and we'll be out of here leave karen alone by shana russell (laughs) hey rod and karen it's shana why is everybody coming for the queen karen particularly this friend woman karen doesn't need me to stick up for her because her fierceness does that but i wanted to add a few words i have noticed lately even in my own life how much women come for other women for no reason Mm -hmm. so because friend got her feelings hurt she has to come for karen the bottom line is she isn't comfortable with herself as a woman, mm-hmm. so she has to try, emphasis on the word try, to bring Karen down. At the end of the day, Karen is more secure in herself and she is happy with her life. Instead of bringing her down, you need to congratulate her and then ask her how she can get to her level. Anyway, much love to the show as always and to everyone listening. You really do need to hang out in the chat room. It's indescribable, but so fun. So much fun. Um, Yeah, thanks. Thank you, sweetie and that's the thing man like one of the most attractive of of all the attractive qualities of karen one of the most attractive qualities to me is that she's so secure that she can take a joke that she's not she and i don't even mean like for a woman you know how people do this they can she can take a joke for a woman no (laughs) literally she will laugh at herself and it's she knows it's not that fucking serious oh it ain't and it's one of the reasons we can do the show because she's not hypersensitive to oh no you can't be someone you know saying some fucking ignorance like what what that trick said last week about karen like you know it was just one of those moments where i just know that woman's just trying to hurt our feelings collectively Mm -hmm. whether it's she's taking a shot at karen to make me mad because most dudes will be like well i got to defend the honor of my wife and woman let me tell you <laughs> fuck you no i'm we're happy and honestly nothing would make her more upset with life than us just being happy honestly so yeah you know. so, sometimes the way to make them mad is to just succeed like a lot of times that your actions when they say actions speak louder than words that's a very with the age of the internet and folks facebook everybody feel like that they always got to say but sometimes if you just live your life you will piss people off more doing that than you would any day saying anything to them right i agree mike writes in hi rod uh it's called dude bros hi rod i'm struggling to keep up with all your episodes i did catch the dude bro story though weird what was offensive to me as a white man was the tone where they where they just mentioned watermelon chicken and malt liquor and then assume that i'm going to find it funny that patron is uh that patronizing assumption of we all agree on this stuff guys don't we don't we <laughs> yeah they were saying like because you know uh let's not take the high the easy road and talk about you know black people eating chicken because you know we can do better than that it's and- like well, also because that's not really funny. Yeah, and also it's just one of those things where 
just like black people on a monolith, white people are not a monolith. And he's he's listening like, where you really think this is funny? Like, this is not funny to me, and I don't right. agree with you. Right. Uh, best wishes, Mike, the famous author in London. P.S. Maybe someday I can be a guest on uh, Lit Smacking Good and talk about the food here. Oh, yeah. Oh, honey. Roger. Yeah, I'll take care of it, Karen. Yeah. See how she just put me to work, y'all? Yeah, we, we would talk about food. I and Fran think I'm running shit. <laughs> Y'all niggas, Jane <laughs> Mudro, he says, good morning, Rod and Karen. I just have a few points I want to touch on, so this won't be long. One, fuck loose dog. I have no ungodly idea why, why would you come and mess with someone that doesn't even know you exist? Fuck out of here. Two, I love the new theme music. I be in my car trying to think of lyrics for fucking with black people and guess the race. <laughs> I've been listening since the 100s and the show stays fresh. Three, I appreciate this spinoff shows. How the hell do y'all do a reality podcast show? That show is hilarious. The confessional music is hilarious. And Karen really sounds like she has terrible disdain in her voice for you. I forgot. Y'all are trained <laughs> voice actors. Yeah, she's a professional, man. But, uh, yeah, it sounds, it, whenever I listen back to Karen's part, I always feel like I'm watching Kurt talk to Rashida. <laughs> That's, you know what? That's what I have in my mind. As weird as that may sound. Well, you like, do a good job of it. I'm like, I'm like, how would Kurt respond? Yeah. It gets real. Like that last one, I was like, damn, my, my, my mixtape was okay. <laughs> it, it went quite that bad. <laughs> right. Uh, number four, Karen, you are a nerd. Just admit it. Oh, and Rod Lord. will make you, sh- make sure you get into nerd hab. Plays intervention music. <laughs> I love y'all and can't wait for the day when y'all get to 500 subscribers and Karen can twerk her manager's desk and roll out. Y'all be good. Well, we're trying to get there, man. Of course, that's that's the goal. Like I said, I I ain't picked no theme music yet, but, you know, uh, my goal is to uh, take my iPhone, put it on my desk, play some good twerk music, take my shoes off, stand on my desk barefooted and twerk on top of my desk. Oh, man. Um, But thank y'all so much, man, for listening to the show today. Uh, everybody in the chat room had a good time hanging out with y'all. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. Our guest will be Rashani, uh, 10 a.m., uh, before football starts. Um, you know, get used to the shorter shows because I'm sure they will be shorter. Um, cause football back, y'all. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> we can't be playing with that. I got to look at my scores and get my shit right. That Monday, that Monday night game, that Monday night, uh, episode about to be like an hour and shit. It's going to be like, well, um, Peyton just threw a touchdown. The blackout tips. We out. So imagine this is bad. So imagine this is bad. I love you. Wow. Yeah, we am. Mm. But uh, thank y'all so much, guys. Uh, appreciate the feedback. Couldn't be able to do these shows without you guys. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. So until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.